listening to the Spartan Orientation Station on Impact 89FM, the podcast by students for students. Now, this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the NSO Spartan Orientation Station. On today's episode, we will be exploring everything you will need to know regarding financial aid. The Office of Financial Aid provides access, aid, and advisory services for the MSU community. They hope to model campus-wide communication and collaboration while respecting the needs, values, and diversity of MSU students, parents, and colleagues. My name is Abigail Arsenault. I'm a rising senior here with a major in social work, with a minor in justice law and policy, and additionally with a certificate in law and policy. And hello, guys. My name is Emily Hill. Um, I am a rising sophomore, and I am majoring in environmental studies and sustainability, Today for our financial aid podcast, we are joined by David Norday, who is the Assistant Director of Student Services and Outreach at the Office of Financial Aid. Thank you for joining us, David. Uh, Can you explain and introduce yourself uh, and what your role is within the Financial Aid Office? Uh, Yes. uh, Like I said, David Norday, Assistant Director, um, Student Services and Outreach here. I am a successful alumnus of the university, class of uh, 09. Go, go green. And um, I'm here to just answer any questions regarding financial aid. So my main, my primary job, so of course, is outreach and also managing all of the financial aid advisors that we have on staff. Amazing. Um, so can you cover a little bit of what the financial aid uh, office offers for students and parents? Absolutely. Supporters? So in accordance with our mission statement, we provide advising services in many ways to help assist students with their financial aid find and financial aid, assess opportunities within the MSU community and outside the MSU community as well. And we can do this through multiple ways, of course, in-person advising, phone, and email. Awesome. And so how can like a student or a parent contact the financial aid office? Can you visit the office in person? And where is it located on campus? So uh, we're located in the Student Services Building, north end of campus. We're right across the street from the MSU Broad Museum on the second floor. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you come in, um, if you're in person, we provide uh, in-person advising between the hours of 9 a.m. 4.45. All you would need is, of course, is a student's ID. And if you're a parent uh, visiting, you just need to have the student's ID along with, of course, authorization from the student <laughs> to access right. their account. Of course. Awesome. Um, so if students like want to know what their financial aid situation is looking like, where can they go to find that information, access that information? Where's the like financial aid portal? So the financial aid portal is within CIS. So they'll go to student.msu.edu and then they'll see a financial aid tile. Once they click that tile, they'll have a link to go into the financial aid portal and it'll be just their account. If parents have guest access, they'll be able to do the same thing as well. This is where they'll see their financial aid package, see any outstanding documents that we're asking for, and also any messages, that's very important, any important messages that we want to send the student will be sent through that portal. Amazing. And so um, I remember when I first got to Michigan State um, with financial aid, I was a little bit like a deer in headlights. And so when I first learned about FAFSA, I was still very confused. So if you could kind of like explain what that is, um, do you need to complete it every year? Some of the things that go into that. Yeah. So thank you for saying it right. Cause a lot of people say FAFSA. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. So the FAFSA is the free application for federal student aid. 
So for any domestic eligible or or uh, citizen or non-eligible eligible citizen, they can file. This is a free application for federal aid. It's available at studentaid.gov. You can even go to fafsa.gov. That's F-A-F-S-A, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, once they have completed that, you know, we will get, you know, it, it asks for a lot of information, right? So it asks for financial information, demographic information, what school or schools you want to have this information. Yeah. Then that is being processed from the federal government. When I say federal government, I mean Department of Education. And then that is then sent to the school within five to seven business days. And at that point, then we go ahead and assess uh, what financial aid that student is eligible for from a variety of different levels, like from federal, state, and institutional aid as well. Awesome. If they have questions about their uh, loans, should they come to you? Yes. Okay. They should come to us. We do have a lot of information on our website, right? So nothing, you know, even if they cannot visit us, a lot of the general information is available there. Okay, about the different types of loans they have, right? Um, as far as accepting it and everything else, that is all through the portal. Okay? okay, and we have instructions of how to do that on our website as well. But you know, when it comes to loans specifically, that's a, a voluntary uh, process. You know, here at Michigan State, we do not accept any loans unless the student really wants them. Right? That uh, we will always show you everything that you're eligible for, though. That is our job. So we'll show everything that you're eligible for, even if you don't need it or want it. Got it. Um, so I remember being a like first year student last year and I was really worried about uh, my parents are unfamiliar with the financial aid process. And so I was really worried about like when I was supposed to accept my aid, how that was going to be deposited in my account, how that was going to show up for me. So any advice for students on when they should um, and when they'll see that financial aid hit their portal? Yes. So once we have your FAFSA, that information is immediately sent to your portal. Okay. And this, that's a loaded question. So just bear with me. (laughs) When do you need to take action? That depends, right? If there's any outstanding documents, the, um, the portal is color coded. You'll see stuff in green. If it's all ready to go, you will see stuff in red. If we need some additional information, Right. Because there's a process called verification. Um, a third of the country is selected for means that we just doesn't mean you did anything wrong. So don't have a cow. Just make sure that you follow up with us. We give you all the information of what we need. And as far as timing. Is as soon as possible. <laughs> OK, is mm-hmm. as soon as possible. Um, if you have any f- gift aid or quote unquote free money like scholarships and grants that's automatically going to pay in your bill. Okay. If you have any outside scholarships from an outside entity, like say from your school or from your community, right. Or from an organization that money will post as soon as we get the check. You can notify us anytime we will include it in the package, but until we get the actual physical check, it will not disperse onto, onto your bill. Okay. When it comes to any other type of federal monies and stuff like that, You will see all that post when it comes to loans. It won't post until the loan is actually accepted, originated and actually sent to student accounts to post on your bill. With that being said, the best time is really before the bill due date, not on the bill due date. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's really when you first get your bill. Right. And bills are usually sent out maybe a month and a half or to two months prior to the start of the semester. And know this. Because a lot of students do depend on financially to get their books and stuff like that. That is a result of a refund. 
which is basically more aid than what your charges are. If that is you, then all you need to know is that that money will be dispersed to you 10 days before the start of classes. As long as we have all the documents that we need, the FAFSA, you are properly enrolled. Right. And there's no immediate changes. Got it. Okay. And so um, if you could kind of explain the big differences between what a loan is, scholarship and grants and work study. Okay. Are those all just basically individual yeah, things? There's, yeah, they're, they're different types of aid, right? Mm-hmm. And the biggest argument we have, or debate, I should say, I won't say argue, <laughs> but the biggest debate in our office is my, my child or I did not get anything, all I got was loan. Well, loans are financial aid. Right. Right. So grants and scholarships is what we call gift aid. That's money that does not have to pay back. They're either either on award given to you by something you've done or determined by your FAFSA because there's several types. There's several types of scholarships that are academic based, which is based off of, of course, academic rigor. There are some that are competition based, especially for our art majors. Mm -hmm. I love somebody, our photographers, our fashion designers, et cetera. Um, There are scholarships based off of need, which we need the FAFSA to assess. Okay. Um, in addition to that, when it comes to, you know, loans, loans is money that a student will pull out to pay on their account, but they have to pay that back eventually at some time. If it's from the federal government, they have certain rules of repayment periods. Now, because of the pandemic, all that was paused and everybody yeah. was happy. No interest <laughs> right. securing everything. Right. But when it comes to um, loans, you will have to pay that money back eventually. Not all up front unless they say it. The federal government will not say that up front. They usually give a six-month period of after you graduate, leave school or go beneath half time. So for undergrad, that's going underneath six credits. If you're coming in as a graduate student, underneath five credits, you know, that is when stuff starts to go into repayment. That's when the clock starts. And then your payments are pretty much uh, set out for 10 years with all interest accrued, et cetera, and projected interest. And you have a monthly payment up to that point. Once the government allows us <laughs> repayment to start back mm-hmm. up. OK, um, so those are different parts. So you have gift aid, which you don't have to pay back. Just enjoy, live long and prosper. You have the loans, which you do have to pay back. So you definitely want to make sure all your plans post-graduation is set. And that's the, the stress factor. Right. But there's also different ways you could pay that back. It's not just up. Front, you know, there's income based repayment. There's graduate repayments. There's different repayment plans through the federal government. Right. Now, there's another type of loan we haven't talked about yet, and that's the non-federal government loans, and that's alternative loans. That is a loan that's from an outside entity, such as a bank, financial institution. That's, you know, popular names are like Sally Mae, Discover, Chase, et cetera. Those are loans that you still have to pay back, but you may need a co-signer, okay? And that could be a parent, that could be a loved one, or anybody that has substantial credit. And you can get um, as much as you need, as long as you don't go over your yearly budget for your educational expenses, Okay, and when I say educational expenses, I mean tuition fees, living, travel, you know, personal items, et cetera, books. Right. We're not talking about cars. We're not talking to trips to Cancun or Puerto Cana. No, we're talking about educational yeah. expenses. Right. <laughs> et cetera. So I hope that and work study work study is um, a little different. So work study, which was very popular back when it was first started. The purpose of that is for the student to actually get relative work experience and to receive money to go towards their education, right? And so a lot of students will look at their financial aid and see they don't see it and they want to know why. So the way Michigan State does is we award for our students that have 
very high need levels, right? But it does not stop the student from getting a job. All it means, work study is just a program where you get a job here on campus or off campus if they qualify. Your paycheck is being provided by the federal government and the school. Okay. That's okay. very helpful. A lot of people think work study pays on directly on the bill, not at Michigan State. Right. That goes to you to go towards some of your personal uh, educational expenses, such as, you know, the very key items. Nobody want to talk about, like, I don't know, deodorant, yeah. toothbrush, <laughs> gas money, etc. You still have to work the job. You have to apply for the job. You have to do good at the job because you can still get fired. Mm-hmm. Right. We, you know, we tend to forget you get fired from a job. Right. <laughs> Even if it's a campus job. <laughs> um, but it just means the source of that check comes from the federal government. Got it. That's really helpful to know the difference between all of those. Um, Could you give us like a percentage of MSU students that receive financial aid? It really depends. (laughs) So as of 22, 60% of all MSU student population was receiving some type of financial aid. Now, there's some changes with the state. So if you're an in-state student, of course, the government's, uh, the governor signed that Michigan Achievement Grant. If you're in education, they have the uh, Michigan Education stipend, uh, stipend, et cetera. So we will probably see more students receive some financial aid, right? And now because we're so smart now. <laughs> we're so smart. We're learning how to find scholarships. We're learning how to find, you know, early on before they even come to college, you know, um, but as of the data shows, well, I, I would probably say without fail, probably a good between 80 to 85 percent of all MSU Spartans receive some type of financial aid. Because I even if you are, a, because even if you are a billionaire and you file the FAFSA, you're guaranteed loan. You're right. entitled to loan. Right. Mm-hmm. Rather you take it or not, that's on you. Right. And our office processes billions of dollars in financial aid a year. Okay, now I'm talking about the whole university here. So that also includes our professional graduate students, our law students, our med Mm -hmm. students as well. Okay, so, uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, that's a higher percentage than I thought it would be realistically. But, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the unofficial financial aid is, of course, mom and dad. But (laughs) it is a (laughs) whole thing. And also consider this. Look at the campus. Look at around. Look at all the resources that you get to enjoy as a Spartan. The counseling, the the um, the advising. um, We have our own hospital here. Your dorms look better than my dorm in Hubbard Hall (laughs) in the early 2000s. (laughs) The furniture was better. The food was the food is better and all that good stuff. So, you know, we're here to really provide enough funding so that you could have a good uh, educational experience here at Michigan State University. Also consider the following this. Um, this is the only place, college. College is the only place where you could be broke, dead broke, mm-hmm. <laughs> but live like a king as long as your bill is paid. <laughs> okay? So as long as you got your financial aid set up, you cannot have no job. You have shelter. You can eat as much as you want. That's not the same when I was a student. Because a silver meal plan means you was limited. You only eat two times a day, <laughs> right? Now, you can eat as many times as you want, right? You have fitness facilities. You have a beautiful campus to walk through with social events. And, of course, the degree of your choice. So this is a good time. But it, you have to make sure you have all your stuff handled and put together and ready to go before the bill due date. <laughs> okay? Very important. Right? Do you wait last minute? That's This is not the time to do last minute stuff, right? 
if you, you know, and that's why we have full-time jobs because we do have some students who do, right? And we'll help you. We'll get you through it. But we can't stop late fees. We can't stop this. We can't whatever. There's rules, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's something that we want people coming into this environment to know, okay? Yeah, I think I, that's a great point. Like you said, all those resources here on campus, mm-hmm. I think is important to realize as a student and coming in and learning more about the financial aid and what that encompasses with your education along with those resources on campus. Um, and I guess to go off of that, this is kind of our last question for you today. But I was having so much fun. Oh, I know. I'm learning so much, too, and I love it, too. I'm learning so much about financial aid. It's sort of sad to stop, but... Yeah. Yeah, and so what is your favorite part about being a Spartan and working with the students? Man, so I have been in financial aid for over, I would say maybe eight and a half years now, right? Out of that, I've been at Michigan State for four of them. This was actually my first job after I graduated. The biggest reward I get is actually helping a student and see them graduate. I have several oh, students that yeah. I've worked with and I got this, the opportunity to see them cross the stage or to become something better. Right. And I have funny stories all in between there as well. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the one thing I love about being the Spartans is because we just have the best students in the world here. Right. The best character. Everybody in the country goes here. Okay? And outside the country for that matter. Yeah. You get the opportunity to experience so much culture. Um, my first experience with culture shock was on this campus my freshman year, right? Um, it's still cold here in the winter. We can't we can't stop that. But um, I love the campus. I love the people. I have the privilege of working with some very good people in my office, and uh, this is so far has been the best work environment that I've been in, with the exception of maybe uh, another firm that I used to work for in mm-hmm. architecture. So. You know, that's what that's the rewarding part. And then, of course, mom and dad seeing that big sign of relief. (sighs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) That big. okay, thank you. You know, like now. okay, they feel that their future can continue. That's amazing. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, So thank you so much for joining us today, David. Uh, And thank you all for listening to the this episode of the Spartan Orientation Station. Please join us next time for a discussion with our university ombud person to discuss your rights at MSU. Go green. Go white. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Spartan Orientation Station on Impact 89FM. Let us know what you think by connecting with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at MSU underscore NSO. 